0: All right. We're back. Morse Code Podcast. Let's uh let's get right into it. Let's get this handled immediately. Um before that, so how are you?
1: I'm do you doing mean? very well. Concertless, but otherwise I'm
0: healthy and happy. that's all I can ask for. <laughs> Good. Um, great news. Let let let's do this. So there's been a lot of confusion. Um, in a lot of turmoil uh, here at here at the here at the company over the last few days, mm-hmm. I think we made an error. Yeah, a lot of drama on set. I think we made a, a error in our last episode. This is episode thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Three five. I hope, we, I hope we release this one next. So that's true. This is episode thirty-five. This is the Kevin Durant episode. Last week. Was the Shaquille O'Neal episode? Paul Pierce and Kevin Gamble. Hmm. Um. <laughs> but mostly. Last shy. week was episode thirty-four. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is episode thirty-five. Yeah. So, understandably, that's why I assume we haven't heard from Kevin Durant on anywhere yet, because he's you know smart enough to understand how numbers in chronological order work so he's probably confused when he heard that and then hopefully this clears the air um with all that stuff hopefully we should let people know that this kind of caused a rift between us too this is the first time we've spoken in days mm-hmm. not but, good um, but um it's like it's like mike and the mad dog like back in the day there's always going to be drama mike and mike um hey, a- any mike out there anyone he's talking to there's going to mm-hmm. be drama so we're moving past it. Let's move on. Um, I kind of want to get right into it. Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, we got playoff basketball going on. We got all that stuff. We're not going to get too into that tonight. It's only been a day. Uh, Celtics are up 1-0. You know, we'll mention that briefly. Uh, Gordon Hayward's hurt. He's out for a while. Kind of sad about that. What else? LeBron James comes back tonight. Hmm. Um, b- 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 the the box lost. <laughs> he got ejected. Oh, KP got ejected. That was bogus, right? Are we on the same page with that one? I didn't see it till this morning. Yeah. Did you watch the game? No, but I saw the highlights and that was awful. Jesus. I and like I said, bro, it's like I, I like the Mavericks. They I think I don't know if you can clearly say they would have won that game, but certainly a much better chance if, if Porzingis is in there. Like I said, he's been playing well. Mm. He's just such a frail looking dude. How tall is he? Is he seven foot? Yeah, I think he's seven Close three or seven four. Holy shit, that's wild! Mm-hmm. That's so- and he's actually put on weight since he had been, been in the league. Like he was even skinnier before. Good call, dude. Remember him in New York? He was literally like a stick in New York. He was just a stick figure. Mm-hmm. It's like Ichabod Crane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that stunk. But led to a lot of funny funny content on the internet. Um, and the Bucks lost their their game today. That's that's wild. I yeah. think they're gonna win in five. Um, <laughs> but 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 they mm-hmm. lost today pretty. I didn't watch the game. I didn't think there was a need to. And I saw at halftime they were down like ten or twelve or something like that. And I almost like, as a joke, like screenshotted it posted it or something, then got distracted. And then saw they actually lost by twelve. Um, Giannis did he, his thing. He had another monster stat line. And I think their second high score was Eric Bletso, uh, if I remember correctly. Middleton had like fourteen. It's just always a very a strange sign. team. Yeah, always good. Always good to have your your second go to player scoring. 14 points. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That, that's just a very interesting team. I think, you know, he needs a little help. A little help would be nice to get past the magic. But worst case, I mean, I was expecting a clean, easy sweep. If they can, they'll win the series. But if they can go like five or six and put a little, put a little mileage on the legs, that can't, can't help but help if we run into them later down the road. I don't know. It's a hot take from our, our pal, Greg Dickerson.
2: What do you say?
1: Episode fuck 22, this? 23, something like that. He basically not, said probably not even close, there's no but... way that the Bucks will get to the finals and that it's it's definitely going to be the
0: Raptors or the Celtics. No way, no how. Oh, the final finals or the Eastern Conference finals? The finals. I don't think they can go to the finals. bro. I, I think 100% think they will.
1: Bucks? I think, yeah, I, I still think they're going to. Not Cruz, but I,
0: I, I don't think that the Celtics or the Raptors have a chance against them. Hmm. I wouldn't go that far. I think they have a chance. I don't think they're going to go. I think the Celtics... I, uh, the Hayward thing kind of stinks. Um, I saw someone on Twitter. It looks like... I think that's going to go like right into the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And then we talked earlier off-air about the baby. If he could have the... If his wife could help a brother out and have the baby like within these next four weeks... Mm -hmm. um but then there's always the chance of him re-injuring his foot while helping deliver the baby you live with a baby what does Uh he think about this he's not thrilled (laughs) um he's not thrilled he's been there he's he's he was recently delivered um as a peer
1: as a peer of gordon hayward's future baby can he can he put in a good word for us
0: i never thought about that i don't like i don't like mixing family and business Uh, (laughs) um I mean, they're pretty much colleagues, though, or they will be. I don't No
1: matter how you look at it.
0: I don't see that any way I look at it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll see. But in all honesty, I hope, he's, hope he comes back fine. I Honestly, I hope we're playing at the time for him to even come back. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I liked what I saw real quick out of the first game yesterday for the most part. I saw today, dude, if you watch that first quarter – Bede looked like a monster in that first quarter, and he was hitting some crazy fucking shots. I think mm-hmm. he only finished with like 26 points, though.
1: Yeah, I think his first shot of the game was like a, a funny-looking hook shot. And then at yeah. one point, he buried step a step-back step three. Back three. <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre. And then uh, um, he, he dunked like off the wrong foot on Daniel Tice, I want to say. Like, mm-hmm. damn. He had a very But he's going to have to put up 60 quarter. to to
0: give him a chance. Yeah, they just had some random dudes chipping in towards the end to start coming back. I'd like to see the Celtics be able to really just close out a game. Like they won by eight, but it's like I'd like to see one of those 10-point leads like going into the fourth quarter just be comfortable with that. Because I'm not comfortable with that whatsoever. I'm not comfortable with a 20-point lead at halftime anymore. Um I d I didn't love what I saw from Marcus Smart. And I don't love what I'm anticipating to see if he gets put in the starting role. Mm -hmm. And plays like Gordon Hayward. Like just Watches Gordon Hayward film and just tries to do what he does. <laughs> that would kind of stink. I'd rather, I'd rather have him play like Marcus Smart than Gordon Hayward. I can agree Which with that. he should be able to do much easier, I would think. Yeah. If I'm Marcus I, Smart, I would hope I'm better at playing like Marcus Smart than Gordon Hayward. But that's why we're not in the big leagues. That's why we're doing this. If only. Some people talk about the game and some people play the game. Mm-hmm. And me, you, and Marcus Smart. Neither of us really played the game all that well. <laughs> that one series was just laughable. Like when I think it was, actually I think it was Grant Williams who was getting offensive rebounds and just kicking him back out to Smart in that same same spot, taking a three. First shot was bad. I think the second one was even worse. <laughs> and then it's just like, bro, like it's not. We don't need this Marcus. Go do something else. Go be scrappy. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway. I remiss. Let's get back on track. We'll jump into that maybe later this week. We have a friend of the program coming on later this week, a new friend of the program. I can't mm-hmm. wait to introduce you to him. Um, not really a guest, not really like an interview, but more like a Jad or a Sean or a Griff, a friend of the program is going to join us. And he's got some interesting perspectives, I think, on this Philadelphia series. It's going to be eye-opening and ear-opening to a lot of our audience yeah if
1: i had to uh, i was gonna say if i had to pick one or the other i i would prefer both Mm -hmm.
0: open both open both sets of uh body parts if if you're gonna watch the audio version of the podcast that's that's probably not the best route um Mm -mm. but that's why we put it on different platforms anyway today uh we have uh this is a lot of fun so to be fully transparent, we recorded this interview actually like last week, like a while ago, yep. um, but we didn't really touch on any current events. So we have, before we get into the guest, it was, it was basically a really dope, kind of a trip down memory lane. Um, even back to this show, when we first started this show, it was really very heavy on Last Dance and the Bulls because that's what was happening at the time. Um, so Sophie, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the guest we have on tonight, since you're the one who kind of hooked it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, you and I both follow um, this section of the online Twitter and Instagram community quite a bit, which is just Mm -hmm. um, shoe collectors. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty fun. Like you said, trip down memory lane. So this is uh, at OG Sneaker Nerd. Definitely follow him. He's got something like 25,000 followers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do Twitter, but he has so many cool posts about. So first of all, he's a huge Jordan and Nike fan. And Mm -hmm. all of his posts are dedicated to just memories of Jordan, pictures of pictures of him, like clear With pictures Jordan. of him in those Jordans, um, and just like things that he remembers from his childhood. I think yeah. he's about ten, fifteen years older than us, so mm-hmm. he's got uh, like he was, you know, fully cognizant and everything during Jordan's yeah. run. He met him, which is a cool story that he tell that he told us. Met him in like a very unique situation, so that was cool, um, and he was just like a, a, a really fun guy to talk to. It was basically us reminiscing about the nineties, nineties NBA. Yeah. And nineties, like pop culture mm-hmm. told us about, let's see here. I think he told us about how shoe collecting was back then. Yep. like the, the, the random stores that you could get that stuff back in, which mm. now shout you out have Dillard's. to, yeah. Shout out Dillard's you had to uh, enter a fucking lottery. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have <laughs> a chance Internet. to get any of that shit. And nah. He was walking into de- department stores. So, yeah, super cool dude. And, um, you know, definitely looking forward to having him back on.
0: Yeah, no, it was fun. So, I mean, this one is more – well, I don't – like you said, it. It it's really not just a uh, a niche audience for, for sneakers and shit like that. We talk a lot of sneakers, obviously, but, you know, if you've been following us from the beginning, you know, we talk a lot reminiscing on The Last Dance, a lot of Jordan era. Um, and it was just cool to hear someone, like, actually – you know, like when the fours, fives, and sixes came out, he was buying those shoes like like we buy, you know, the LeBron fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, which is cool because you know I was like five or six in the mid nineties, so that it wasn't really too relevant for me. But um, but no, super cool guy. I know, I know. We joke around and do a lot of like fake ad reads and stuff, but hundred percent. Like if you're on Instagram, if you like basketball, if you like sneakers, if you like just cool shit. Um, really if you listen to our show I, I guarantee you're going to like following him definitely follow him it's at OG sneaker nerd right on mm-hmm. Instagram okay cool mm-hmm. we'll put that link in the show notes but um, check him out check his stuff out he's super cool very interactive um, he's helped out with a lot to be honest with you helping out with us with sharing posts and shit like that so yep. Um, super cool dude let's um, let's get right uh, right into the interview with the OG sneaker nerd on the Morse code podcast All right, here we go. Uh, Morse Code Podcast, Dan Morse, Soapy Priya. Um, let's just get right into it. Soapy, what do we got today?
1: Yeah, we got a, uh, a very special guest, someone who, if you're into sneakers and you are on um, Instagram, this is a guy that you should be following and chances are you probably are following because um, I was going to say the sneaker community is a, a pretty dope part about social media. Uh, but anyways, we got at OG Sneaker Nerd, aka our newest pal, Brian uh joining hey. us on the show how we doing
0: good hey what's up guys thanks for having me how much man absolutely so soapy should go back if you have two feet and you're on instagram you're you're probably gonna <laughs> like this handle
1: yeah we we did say <laughs> that we're One not foot. into controversial things but if you have two feet and you wear <laughs> shoes um so not to not to offend the the two-footed yes, community. shoe community yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah Just
2: took- Took all the amputee sneaker people
0: right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I think you still collect them. But anyway, we've yeah, been man, canceled our- about this before.
2: Yeah. The
0: worst. <laughs> no, Brian, thanks for hopping on, man. I know you're busy. Um, but yeah, so let's get right into it. This is, this is a cool get for us because, I mean, you know, if you've been following the show for a while, we talk, talk a lot of hoops. But we've actually talked a decent amount of sneakers, too. I don't know if it was really on purpose or not. But I think some of the guests we've had on, I, I feel like sneakers in the basketball community obviously kind of go hand in hand. So some of you know the basketball reporters, uh, writers, whatever. The NBA, I think, is a a different animal because unlike, well, Brian, I guess you know better than anyone, correct correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, sneakers in the NBA are a lot more uh, well-known and kind of personalized than really, you know, we don't really relate any baseball players to their cleats or, or football or soccer or hockey, you know, like we do the NBA. And actually, not for nothing. It's the other way around. you know. If you've noticed, you know, football is kind of following that trend. Guys like OBJ and stuff and Stephon Diggs are, I think, trying to get it going. But the NFL is such a strict organization. It's like just pregame warm-up cleats is <laughs> pretty much like the most you can do as far as PEs and, and the NFL. Right. So it's uh, right. it's cool to have you on, man. I'm excited about
2: uh, today's chat. Yeah, thanks. I'm really excited, too. It should be really fun.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess – Just getting right into it brian um tell us a little bit about you know you have a huge instagram following Mm -hmm. and um i've been following you for a while now and it's it's dope to see obviously it's jordan and nike centric but just tell us how you know you got started um for anyone as dan likes to say if we have listeners who um, reside under rocks you know tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself um in case they're, they're not aware
2: uh, well, the, well, you don't have to bump me up too much. It's, uh, it's not that big a deal. But uh, um, I'm uh, probably quite a bit older than you guys. So uh, when I was really little, I, I just loved basketball. It was in my DNA um, as a kid. Um, and, you know, not because I was exposed to it, just because I, I did like it. Um, so I grew up in the Phoenix area, um, born in the 70s, so came up with in the 80s. Um, And then into my teen years, early 90s, when things really got big, obviously, right, Um, Mm -hmm. with 90s basketball. So, um, and um, I tell people this all the time for younger people, sports was a lot more regional in the early to mid 80s, even maybe into the late 80s. Um, There wasn't ESPN, there wasn't cable really widespread yet. So you just got regional sports. Um, So being in Phoenix, um, you know, we had the Suns. We had no football, no baseball, and the Lakers obviously were huge in the mid-'80s, right? Mm-hmm. So Magic was a huge presence in the West, and I was – you know, I liked Magic. And then my – my believe it or not, my dad's older brother lived next door to us, and I had cousins that lived next door, and they were big sports guys, and they liked Jordan. And, uh, you know, I kind of – you know, I knew about Jordan. And then um, my friend – my parents had, two, had a, a couple friend – friends that were a couple uh, that lived in Chicago and they had no kids and they would come visit us and they would just bring us all the Chicago stuff because they had no kids and they wanted to kind of throw stuff at us. And so I remember uh, maybe 87, 88, my these, this couple came to our house and brought us all a bunch of cub stuff and this three pack Jordan uh, poster set from McDonald's It was a local Chicago thing. And uh, that you could only get in Chicago. And I mean, it was like a light bulb turned on, and now I'm totally hooked on this Jordan guy. Um, and so how, uh, how old were you at that time, Brian? Like when this all first prob- started? I'm probably 12 or 13. Mm. Right then, so That's right a sweet, sweet spot. Right, right sweet <laughs> spot for me to be obsessed with something. I'm just kind of coming out of being a kid and, mm-hmm. and, or you know, just trying to be a little bit older. And and uh, so now that obsession starts, cable TV starts to get big, right? WGN. We have that. So now I can see Bulls games once in a while. And now it, it, obsession starts. And then it's immediately uh, uh, the 88 dunk contest happens. And we all saw the free throw line dunk mm-hmm. and um, the, the, the Air Jordan 3, the White Cement Air Jordan 3, right? Mm-hmm. Which now which now is completely iconic. And, and everybody knows about it. and it's, it's kind of everywhere. But back then, you know, again, it wasn't a thing. Sneakers was not a thing. Right. Um, that anybody said, Hey, let's be into this or let's like this, or let's resell these. That that was not a thing. So if you liked it, you just liked it because, because it connected you to Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. It was one of those things that made you, I want to be, I want to have that because it makes me look like him or act like him or play like him. And that's all I want. Right. So um, man, uh, obsessed with that. So another thing real quick too. being a little older, sorry, I'm vamping here. No, but, uh, (laughs) again, late eighties, um, right now, like, so I have my oldest son is 13. His entire Mm -hmm. sports life is YouTube clips, right? Or Instagram clips. Back then it was all print Mm -hmm. media. Everything was sports illustrated pictures, um, or newspaper clippings, or that was it, right? That was your sports highlights. That was how we obsessed over this stuff. It wasn't seeing commercials. Yeah, necessarily or or videos it was all print ads so then i started to consume you know magazines i I tell people all the time i'd go to a dentist appointment and be in the the waiting room and look through a sports illustrated and i'd rip out pages of jordan and steal and you know shove them in my pocket and (laughs) take them home um so anyway so that's kind of where the obsession started and then the sneaker thing kind of just took off from there um and uh Honestly, I, nobody else I knew liked sneakers, um, even all through high school. I mean, people had sneakers and stuff, but nobody nobody else really liked like sneakers. Yeah. Um, I graduated, and this is going to date me, but I graduated mm-hmm. high school in ni- 1994. So it's um, kind of early in the 90s. Um, and still by that time, nobody I knew liked sneakers or had the sneaker collection I had or mm-hmm. wanted to talk about it. So it's for me, all of it is purely passion. Just, it's not, uh, you know, we taught, we, we were sharing some, uh, some messages and stuff about when we were setting this up about yeah. what, what kind of shoes and, and, uh, what, what do you have? I, I'm really not into the hype stuff. You know, I, uh, um, you know, some of the hype stuff I, I like just because I, it looks cool or I like it, but it's not because it's hyped. And I get that, that there's a whole market for that. Now I get that. But mm-hmm. for me, for me, really, all it is, is about, the sneakers that I loved as a kid and trying to take me back to that time. Yeah. Um, the feelings I had, the, you know, watching the games, wanting to be like Mike. Um, anyway, and that's kind of, that was kind of the impetus or, or how it all started for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, that's so no, it's, it's, it's funny because really when this, when our, when we really got started with this podcast was right around when last dance came out um, okay. a couple of months, three months ago, whenever it was right. And for us, I mean, we're both 30, Christ, 31. Um, so we're, like, right at that – we're, like, you know, when that shit was going on in the 90s, I was, like, 10 at, like, the peak. So I was – like, right. I liked basketball, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't watching and following basketball. I certainly wasn't buying Jordan shoes. Um, right. So it's kind of cool because, like, for us and for people in, I guess, that age demographic, The Last Dance was a really awesome, like, rewind back to, oh, yeah, like, this was – freaking insane <laughs> right like the jordan right. height and the shoes and everything yep. um but like i like you commented earlier you were like right in that sweet spot where it's like you were at the perfect age where you could justify you know spending time watching this stuff as it actually happened buying yes. the shoes and i'm i'm, I'm curious because you you mentioned graduated high school in 94 that's almost like close to peak jordan that's literally right between the right. first three and the second three um right. so that, that that's that's pretty cool. I'm curious what the sneaker scene was like back then. It, according to you, it sounds like it wasn't really much at the time. It was still kind of a thing that was kind of being developed, like I players associated with their shoes.
2: Right. Yeah, well, definitely, right? I By mean, players,
0: I mean Jordan. I don't think there's was right. anything else.
2: <laughs> right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the early 90s, you know, 92, 93, that's, you know, guys started coming out of college and then getting signature shoes right away. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, Larry Johnson's probably one I can remember Came right out and got his own shoe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because other brands, Converse and other brands, were like, "Oh man, we better get on this. We better get on this train, yeah. this bandwagon. <laughs> this this business model and,
0: works." <laughs> yeah,
2: we we rejected this Jordan guy, you know, ten years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dang, we better we better jump on this now. Larry Bird's um, not going to
0: live forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, yeah. By then, his his back was done. By then. yeah. Um, but you know, it's kind of funny. You said something about the last dance, and yeah. And, you guys being you know 10 11 years old right right around the end of the jordan bulls era um i always tell everybody now believe me i love all the championship years but maybe my favorite jordan is pre-championship jordan yeah i i i -hmm. think man because that was right when i was getting into it right 87 88 89 90 he was grinding i mean Mm -hmm. that guy he's getting his ass handed to him yeah and he and he (laughs) and he grinded right back yep and uh, man, of, of course it was awesome to see them win it and, and get over that hump. But like, you know, 96, 97, 98, Jordan, he's more, he's more of this mythical creature than the guy who was trying to win and the guys weren't respecting him. Right. Like the yeah. Isaiah's and the birds and the magics, Yeah, you know, we're trying st- he's still trying to get respect. Right. Mm-hmm. And that man, that was a, that was probably one of my favorite times, but but yeah, the the sneaker game in the early '90s was was interesting because now there's a, there's some success with Jordan, right? And he's mm-hmm. got he's got some success. Um, this this business model has paid off, and now there's a lot of offshoots, right? Even with with mm-hmm. Nike, right? Scotty Pippen's got some shoes. Charles Barkley's got some shoes. Uh, David Robinson's wearing some signature stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then Converse takes off, and Shaquille O'Neal gets a shoe with Reebok, right? In '93 um and and there was a lot of it felt a little bit gimmicky even um to be honest with you that the the air jordan 8 probably wasn't one of my favorites with the you know the cross straps yeah and the bugs bunny era um (laughs) you know as a kid maybe it was okay and i was kind of growing out of that but i was like man this is we came from this real gritty black and white mars Blackman street Yep. Kind of uh, thing. And now we're, and I get it. They're probably trying to, Hey, Hey, we've, we've already cornered the market with all these guys. Let's get all of this. Seven right. Seven to 10 year olds right? or whatever. Let's, yeah. Let's pull all these kids in with the colors and the, and the Bugs Bunny stuff. And I yeah, get had it, to get, it, you get guys you know, like me and Sophie
0: to go see the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I get it, but man, I, I, I didn't love that. Um, I love, you know, the sevens are pretty, pretty iconic, obviously mm-hmm. for all the reasons the olympics mm-hmm. uh you know the, the 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 shrug game all that stuff um i'm not going to call them raptor sevens because i know people love that but that's the raptors didn't exist in 1992 i just so thought I'm that not... that was
1: weird that they called yeah. them
2: those. i wait did they, they call called... them that at the time no obviously, no but no, since then no. they've just yeah I've, every time i never even thought about that it. that's yeah. a good point that's the point though no, no one called them that then they were the playoff yeah. sevens because mm. that was a I think that was one of the first times that they had a – well, maybe besides the Air Jordan 1. Uh-huh. But the 7 was the first pair to have two black colorways come out. So, um, that, you know, they had the Bordeaux 7s, obviously, that came out, and then yep. uh, the playoff 7s. So another mm-hmm. thing you guys might not remember, too, maybe you guys didn't know this, but early on, I think up till I want to say Air Jordan 9 or 10. I can't remember. But when the Jordans released, they would release a white and a black colorway at the same time, same day. Hmm. so now you know you're already you're already lucky if you get one pair right but now you're standing there at the wall with this sophie's choice of like how in the heck (laughs) am i gonna pick between which which one did he wear in the commercial that's the one i'm getting that's
3: usually
2: that's usually where it ends up getting but anyway so maybe this is a
0: stupid question but i know you grew up in phoenix area so are you are you a bulls fan i I became
2: no i became a bulls fan immediately okay Um, cool in fact uh went to a family reunion in summer of '91, after the Bulls had won their first title, and I was wearing a bunch of Bulls stuff. And my <laughs> uncle, my uncle was a season ticket holder for the Suns, and he says to me, "What if the Suns and the Bulls play in the championship? Who are you going to root for?" And I said, "I mm. root for the Bulls." I root for the Bulls. And I said, "Plus, that's not happening. You know, the, the Suns are terrible." Mm. And then, of course, two years later, here we Suns are. Suns and Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I got a lot of middle fingers uh, from people during mm. that playoff run, Jeez. with wearing my Bulls jersey at the mall. Uh, in my car, <laughs> Man. it was pretty. It was Tough pretty crowd. heated. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's hot, so, and you're getting middle fingers. My goodness, <laughs> terrible combination.
0: Yeah, nothing like yeah. getting flipped off when it's 120 out. <laughs> to go to the mall. <laughs> Respect. Jesus,
2: one sixteen right now here. Jesus
1: Christ. Good. Speaking period. of speaking of heat,
2: mm. you see those. Oh, I just brought
1: those out because these are—I know these are your favorites. Are you showing off your biceps or the shoes? Well, <laughs> two biceps and two shoes. But Four uh, guns both total. Both good. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, those, yeah are five, kind of, those are dope. So the uh, so I I think I started loving the sneakers around Air Jordan Three, but mm-hmm. like somewhere in the middle of the season, too late. I'm too young. Yeah. Uh, I can't. I can't talk my mom into that. I talk her into <laughs> the the Air Jordan Four. Well, here mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this real quick. Sorry, mm-hmm. but good. I see the Air Jordan Four commercial. You guys know the uh, the can or can't. You know you can do this, but you can't do this. And man, that commercial was iconic, and uh, everybody saw that and says, "Oh, I gotta have those sneakers." So yeah, again, there's no pausing TV, right? There's no pausing it. There's mm-hmm. no there's no YouTube where you can go pause it and research research the sneakers. So now you just have a picture in your head, and you're a stupid ten year old, twelve year old kid. And you go. Your mom says, "I'll buy you those shoes." So you go to the store, and you just look at the wall, and you see a pair of black Nikes, and you go, "Yeah, that's them right there."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You you don't even ask anybody because you're confident. Yeah. Okay, so I I buy these black Nikes. These are the Jordans. About two weeks later, I realized these are not Air Jordans. These are just the black black Nike shoes. Mm-hmm. Some trainers. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I thought I was hot stuff, and uh, that didn't yeah. work out. So I so, finally got the uh, military blue fours was the first pair of Air Jordans I ooh, ever got.
0: Nice. I'm trying to think like what was I don't know if you know this cuz you were so young at the time but what was like retail like for the actual like 3s and 4s when those came out like if you went to like Foot Locker and actually bought a legit pair.
2: Yeah, I think that's compared to now. I think the 3s were 100 bucks hmm. and I am pretty sure the 4s were like 110 115 That I mean, uh, in today's sounds about right. I guess, yeah. That's actually, I would,
0: I would think it would be less actually, because that's not like if, if I guess it's hard to say, like if a four release today, because there's it's all resell and stuff like that. But right, right. you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, that sounds about right. So that that's interesting, because like you keep alluding to, you know, it's all about how old you are at the time. Like I was six years old. I had no right to go to my mom and say, hey. I need these sneakers so I can go stunt walking into first grade and (laughs) you know what I mean? But that's pretty cool. We've, I've always said it'd be really cool to grow up in that era with a better understanding of what was going on because that's what the last dance taught me. It was like, Oh shit. Like I know about this stuff, but I certainly don't remember it in real time. And you brought up space jam. I think space jam is my first real memory of like, okay, I remember, you know, my parents taking me to see this movie. I remember I knew who Michael Jordan was. I had a tune squad Jersey, like all that stuff. But, um, but no, it's it's cool to be able to reflect from your angle on actually really living through that era and, and still yeah. kind of continuing that passion. So that's that, 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 that's pretty dope, man. That, those those are cool stories to hear. Yeah, sure. it was pretty
2: cool. Yeah, for sure. And I think we even wish we had more, Yeah, we were more aware than we were. And yeah, and uh, again, it was hard to get some stuff cause, and mm-hmm. see stuff because it was you know it, it it wasn't as widespread as it is now, like as mm-hmm. much access. I mean, I can't. I, we talk about this. All time, I talk about this all the time with some of my friends. I can't. What would what what would it be like if Jordan had Twitter or Instagram, right? What what would if what if Charles Barkley had Twitter in 1991? I mean, holy cow, <laughs> he would have burned down the country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I. We, we it just wasn't as widespread and we didn't know everything about everything like we do now with everybody, mm-hmm. uh, which maybe is good and bad. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Quick question. I um I want to see, you know, I, I left it up to you to show us anything that you wanted to show us. But in terms of the actual um, retail situation real quick, because that stuff didn't take off, <clears throat> you know, online, online with shoe raffles and having to sign up for certain apps in order to be able to, Buy a sneaker that comes out on Saturday. What did it look like in the store? Was it like was that what uh, we faced with having to buy toilet paper six months ago? Like you just show up and hope that there is some. Ooh,
2: there they are. I think early. I mean, I don't remember standing in line for a shoe until uh, the late nineties, maybe maybe ninety nine two thousand. Mm-hmm. So, um, I that was not a thing. There, you could just walk in for the most part any day and get almost any shoe you wanted and that's time. awesome um mm-hmm. and uh I remember department stores had had sneakers back then too they would mm-hmm. sell them so it was pretty widely available um you know it wasn't a specialty item like it kind of feels like it is now sometimes yeah when you or, say department you know,
1: stores you uh, mean like like a Macy's or a Sears something like that would have them
2: yeah yeah that's crazy I, I, bought, I bought my Bordeaux 7s at a place called Dillard's I don't I don't know if that's an east coast thing but Dillard's is a West Coast Macy's kind of place so um <laughs> I bought my bordeaux 7s at a Macy's or at a Dillard's. So yeah.
3: Christ.
2: I think even my Card- I I bought the cardinal 7s at a Dillard's as well. Probably on sale cuz nobody Shout out them. Dillard's.
0: I'm <laughs> only going going to Sears and buying a a washing machine, pair of fours and a pair of mower. yeah yeah right you get the dad discount right oh that's hilarious yeah. no that's cool yeah. that's cool so yeah um, you could
2: yeah anytime you could walk into any store anytime there was it wasn't a big deal especially again when the initial sneaker comes out and the white and red or the white mm-hmm. and black colorways come out together mm-hmm. you know it you're kind of you, you kind of got your pick there so yeah
1: yeah not so much the case these days. Walk into it well, I mean, stores don't even really exist currently in uh corona right. times, but <laughs> right, even yes. so, you walk Travel into like stores. a Olympia sport or yeah whatever foot locker, mm-hmm. you might be able to get the the team Jordans that no one else wants, but yeah, right that's pretty yeah. much it.
2: well, even yeah. if something even if something comes out right and you see it there mm. later on a Saturday afternoon on the day they release, you go, "Oh, nobody wanted those like that's mm. like that it's like that feeling right. Mm-hmm. If, yeah. you see them on, if you see them on the shelf, they must be trash. They
0: must be because, trash, yeah.
2: <laughs> because everything sells out in the morning, right? Right. So, And then yeah, you
0: go to the outlets, and it's like, woof! what the fuck are these things? <laughs> 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 these are like the bottom yes. of the trash barrel. Yes, yes. It's funny. Yeah. I actually have – they're one of my favorite pairs. I'm not a huge shoe collector, but one of my favorite pairs is I have this random pair of Kobes that I got in an outlet, and I continually – I guess I could go grab them. I don't think it's worth it, but I continually try to like Google, like the description of the shoe to see if I can find any sort of image in you know, it online. I'm right. convinced it's just like a pair of leather that they put together and slapped like the Kobe <laughs> logo on it. I can't find it anywhere, but they're actually, they're actually kind of dope. Um, so I don't know about you, but like up here, Soapy mentioned his hometown Merrimack. There's an outlet and there's a few Nike store outlets around here. And it's like like you said it's like footlocker then you go down like 10 rungs from that (laughs) like in 2020 that's pretty much what that is but right yeah the the actual (laughs) time like that's interesting because nowadays it's like it's not Jordan but it's like LeBron or KD or Kyrie it's like okay we're waiting on the LeBron 18 or the KD whatever that must have been crazy back in the day waiting on the biggest basketball player of all time like oh shit like this is what the four looked like. This was crazy. I can't wait to see the five and the six right. and the seven and et cetera. That, that, that right. must've been like super dope, obviously growing up in that oh, yeah. era when you could buy the sneaker. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, so were you like, you bought the, were you in every year? Like I got the oh, four, yeah.
2: the five, the six. Yeah. Okay. That's sick. So, so just a uh, quick, I, I bought the fours and then I found the five, the black fives at an outlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, <laughs> can you imagine finding the black five, the black yeah. fours at an outlet, you know, out eight out, months. West eight months after they came out, mm-hmm. um, got the black fives, the, the fire red fives, mm. um, Damn. the black, black an six. Outlet? No, 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 just, okay. no, no. These are just the ones I probably got all through high school. Mm. And then mm. so I got, I usually, I usually got, <laughs> <laughs> I did. need to get them I on eat. for some sponsorship. <laughs> so yeah. Give so well, free ads. They, I don't think they have any money left. I think, right up our alley they're, they're, they're we can't pay them money. Money. that's exactly uh, who
1: might sponsor
0: us that's our target
2: market <laughs> right right oh man um no, that's funny but uh yeah yeah every year i you know became obsessed and i needed a mm-hmm. pair from every year it was hard i, I of course i never got every colorway um, yeah so it was always hard to to decide what you we were going to get um uh usually just opportunity. What what could you get at the right time, the right place
3: mm-hmm. when you
2: had money? Because again, you're 16, but you still don't have 125 bucks yeah. just laying around. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh anyway.
3: Mm.
2: And then and then, you know, again, black sneakers became really popular in the early 90s. So mm. um I I think my early collection was dominated by black colorways.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I had black fives, fours, the black six both black seven pairs and then both black eight pairs. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, and it kind of regret because some of the just white colorways were incredible. So, oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you still, um, you know, chase after every year that comes out now, like to this day?
2: So um, I, yeah, I have started again, but uh, the last pair, I bought every pair from four to 21. Okay. Uh, not mm-hmm. every pair, but every uh, at least one colorway or the main colorway of every pair. Yeah. Um, at, uh, <laughs> after the twenty-one, my first son was born, and then I was done for a little while. You know, uh, young yep. father trying mm-hmm. to keep keep our stuff together. Yeah, uh, I, I have a
0: one-year-old right now, so I, I understand. <laughs> it, it's hard yeah. to justify buying a pair of two hundred dollars sneakers and then bitching about buying baby food, <laughs> like formula and stuff. Right. Yeah. That's he fair. can make it. Yep. He can My make wife it. will like this part. That's fair. Yep. <laughs>
2: That's cool. <laughs> um, so actually I went on a 10 year drought of buying, I didn't buy any sneakers mm. um, from like um, 07 to 2016. None. Mm. Um, we, I, we had three kids in that time. I, 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 I'm in the, I'm in the architecture business. So, you know, in the 08 crash business yep. was terrible for a long time. So it took us a while to get back on our feet. But so, um, I bought uh 31, 32. I skipped the 33. I wasn't feeling that one. Um, and I do have a couple of pairs of 34s that I really mm-hmm. like. So I kind of, I'm kind of into that, uh, again. Um, and I like, of course, being an old guy, I like the ode to the old stuff, you know, the 31 kind of paying homage to the one, the 32 to the two. Um, mm-hmm and vice versa. And of course I'm, I'm elated to see what the 35 is going to be. See what kind of, if it pays any homage to the five, probably my favorite shoe. So, so you yeah. mentioned your
0: 13 year old, is that, oh. is that your oldest?
2: Yeah. Kid? Are, are they, yeah.
0: is it's a, it's a boy. You said, yeah. Yeah. Is he into sneakers and hoops and stuff?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nice. My 13 year old son's big into sneakers. Cool. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> My my next son's eleven and he has, he hates sports and he has no oh. interest in uh, any of that. Nice. So now that's uh, kinda
0: cool though. It's, it must be I assume it's kinda cool to kind of revisit that stuff with, you know, your kids. That must that must mean a lot, right?
2: Yeah. No, it's really um, fun, you know, saying, Hey, these can these are yours someday. Uh you know, you can wear you can wear you can wear some of these dead stock sneakers when you get in high school. I don't care. Right.
0: I, don't I, know. I have no, I have no money put away for college, but I got like 500 sneakers <laughs> to get. <that. laughs> right. Yeah. So
2: you, you go ahead and decide what you yeah.
0: want to do. <laughs> no, I, 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 that's cool.
2: I, I wish I wasn't true. That's kind of yeah. too close to home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. So did they, um, are they, well, I guess you'd ask you too, it sounds like you still follow, you know, current NBA and stuff Were they, Uh uh-huh. did, did they follow some of like the last dance stuff and were you able to say like, Hey, this is like some of the shit I grew up with and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun because we we watched it together. Um and uh you know, we pause it once in a while and he'd ask me what does that mean or what mm. what what's that what does that story have to do with and <laughs> why um, is that guy
0: spray painting his hair? <laughs> 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 and why yeah. is he on WCW Monday Night Nitro? <laughs> what the
2: that's fuck the, is going on? <laughs> those are the questions I don't have answers to. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, they've well, worn those up.
1: jazz jerseys before?
2: <laughs> hey they were in the throwbacks <laughs> right, right oh, yeah, man, that's funny, um, so no, yeah, that was great, that was fun uh yeah i I love that last dance, I thought mm-hmm. so i so I should actually should back up a little bit and say, some of my best friends on the world I've made on instagram mm-hmm. uh I don't uh you guys follow me thank you uh, that's the,
1: that's very flattering
2: well <laughs> you it's you too you guys
1: are, yeah. You guys,
2: you guys are one and two. And then right after, you know, way under you, number three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, guys, you guys follow the, the OG support group. You should follow those guys.
1: I, I also um, just started following that today. I, I will. I haven't, I haven't yet.
2: So I, I, I'm lucky to be a member of that group. Uh, started in 2016. Mm-hmm. Kind of that kind of helped resurge- get my resurgence back into sneakers, actually. Um, okay. And we'll probably right. one, of, one of my good friends there, uh, you guys, uh, S. collared 23. Um, you guys should follow him for sure. If you're not following him, you're mm-hmm. doing yourself a disservice. But he, uh, he and I are about the same age. He and I had been chatting for a long time on on Instagram, and he kind of helped reignite my passion. and And uh, I owe a lot of it to him. So, mm. but man, the that that group of guys really knows their stuff. They love sneakers. We kind of have a, a really uh, collected group. We have a lot of vintage collectors, guys who love the '90s and '80s. Some PE collectors. We have some guys who are been grabbing um uh, some stuff from uh Derek Anderson's collection, which has been pretty cool and Mike Bibby's collection. So uh Mr. Mm. Mr. underscore spotlight underscore ten. That guy has got some amazing PE stuff he's just secured. You should check that out. Um
0: definitely. Yeah.
2: Um a guy named Soul to Soul, Seth woman. That guy has been chatting with PJ Tucker recently mm. and uh they've been kind of sh- selling and sharing stuff back and forth um uh, anyway and pj i mean it's crazy that guy has a yeah. crazy collection i heard oh, he that's... took six
0: i heard he, he has took two 60
2: pairs <laughs> yeah yeah both left he's a multi
0: yeah. multi-foot owner for sure yeah i, I was gonna say
1: so um i so he was he, every year he's in the running for um i think like the kicks on court champion through nice kicks um yeah and he's been on so many different teams too that even when <laughs> even when the NBA didn't have the or when they had the rule on you know your shoes had to match your uniform he was still bringing out heat every game what did right. you think when he wore the Yeezys on court yeah
2: did you see that and didn't break his. <laughs> uh well you know he's
1: cuz he did that for phoenix i'm pretty sure didn't he
2: yeah yeah oh, good mean, call. Shout, shout out to Peter tucker good i mean nba player great player I don't know, you know, I don't know if he's uh, like, you know, really getting down and guarding anybody like really. Mm. Right? He's not, no, I'm just kidding. But
0: <laughs> he puts on I the rockets, so.
2: I I don't know if he, I don't know if he's it. in I don't know if he's uh, in danger of rolling an ankle, but uh
0: he's coming on the show next, so we can just ask <laughs> him. <Mike. laughs> he's in the not, waiting room right now.
2: Not a huge fan of the Yeezys, so he, I don't yeah, know. Good call. You it, can imagine.
0: It it was
1: strange that um, <laughs> that he went that way i think i've seen one or two other guys do it too and i was like that's cool mm. i've seen some guys throw on uh, looks cool tabo cephalosha i think has worn Nike, uh, air max 90s in a game which is oh really yeah weird yeah i'm like damn really in a professional nba game you're gonna you're getting try to do sneakers this. yeah right you're, <laughs> yeah, you're on like the clock
2: <laughs> yeah and a uh, uh, running shoe that probably doesn't have a lot of lateral stability
1: yeah i mean i have plenty of those and i've tried running in them and they're not great for that so i couldn't (laughs) i've never tried jumping in them not a single jump has been uh, that's fair converted (laughs) those shoes so
0: i would love to see like a high profile new dad and i have someone in mind i just thought about it come out in like the air monarchs like in the middle of a game (laughs) And I'm thinking Gordon Hayward. I just thought about this. How dope would that be if Gordon Hayward comes back? We're both Celtics fans. So if yeah. Gordon Hayward leaves to go witness the birth of his son, whatever. Comes back in the Eastern Conference Finals or NBA Finals in a pair of Air Monarchs. Ooh. Drops 30. Yeah. Yeah. Not only are those sales already through the roof because dads everywhere wear them. Right. I'm still waiting for my pair. Um, right. But that would be, be kind of dope.
2: Does, does he have a walker on court or not on court?
0: Good question. Um, yeah, I think it's fair. Great question. I think it's fair. We I have him on say, later tonight. We'll have to ask him. Good question. Instead, instead of like
1: a shooting sleeve, he he has a uh, oven mitt on. for. Our- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he has like one of those, Brian would know about this, like one of those like baby wrap things like you can wear. Yeah. Like on his yeah, sleeve, just ready to yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Places like yeah. half with his infant, like wrapped He's in on like a hangover. Yeah. He's literally on fire. <laughs> he is quite literally on fire. <laughs> He's literally on
2: fire. Um, can you, you know, I, can you get an? Can you get a Gordon Haywood education reform jersey? I really want one of those. I, that's oh, a great man. question. Are they selling those?
0: Uh, I'll like check. The, the
1: I live near an outlet. I'll I'll check. I assume no, that's I'm serious. Where like, they, do they go? sell
0: those on like NBA.com? Like the player yeah. custom jerseys? Yeah, I, don't think I they want do. one of those. I always assumed they did, but I guess I guess why not. would they not? Hmm. Right? Yeah. I, well. I, I always thought I thought going into the season that. It sounds like those are here to stay for the rest of the year, at least. Yeah, I thought it was more of a short lived thing than anything else, but I'll be honest. Like when the NBA first came back, I was like, and I, I support all that stuff, but I was like, damn, in five months, I kind of need those last names to,
3: to yeah. remember, yeah.
0: like to yeah. remember some of these guys who were, who were on these, these teams from other, other games I was watching. Like I'm right. watching like Grizzlies fucking blazers. And I was like, okay, uh, like yeah, I, I support all these movements, but I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: kind of. Forget. I know, th- I know, th- I know three of these people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: No, that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that let's transition to this. So speaking of like on the court stuff, do you do you play basketball at all? Do you do you, do you <laughs> play pickup and stuff like that with some of these shoes, or are you strictly? I, uh, I, no, I, I did
2: play. I played in high school and I oh, nice. continued to play recreationally right. throughout my life. Uh, man, I'll tell you guys post 40, it doesn't get much better. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, yeah. So, you know, I mess around my son and I mess around. He, he played on the seventh grade team last year and he's, mm-hmm. he's a pretty good player and, and we, we play and just for fun, but yeah. I haven't played an organized game in a while and, uh, man, it just, the legs just keep getting tighter and tighter. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I do, I do love playing. I, you know, and all those, I, I said I had Jordans from one to 21 or four to 21 yeah. and I played, I played in all of them. Um, okay. Cool. So yeah. yeah any, I always, any
0: ones that you prefer that are better? I mean, there's some that are, you know, I mean, rhetorically better on court than off court, right. stuff like that. And any you prefer to,
2: to play I mean, as far as comfort? My, the, and the first comfort. one that comes to mind is the 12. I thought the 12 was a hmm. perfect shoe for me. The Zoom Air was great, um, you know, uh, the support was good. I, I love the 12. Um, okay. Just just remembering that right off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, 17 was good, I thought. You know, I remember 17 being good. Um, probably what I remember the most is the ones I hated. I hated 15. <laughs> 15 mm. was terrible. It gave me bad, uh, remember, made my remember. feet sore. Uh, I'm gonna pull up StockX right now so I can kind of confirm some of these. <laughs> 20 i 20 i didn't like that was the the one with that weird ankle strap that always rubbed me raw i mm-hmm. hated that one mm-hmm.
1: um oh that super high ankle strap right the red one yeah yes yeah with, with the, the with uh, the laser
2: etched the laser etched four strap or the yeah. four foot strap yep yeah and a awesome shoe cool shoe but as a basketball shoe i hated that shoe uh, mm. Um, anyway, the 31s are comfortable. Really nice. The 34s are really nice.
0: I've heard that before, too. We had someone on recently who said that. Um, I remember watching, so I'll let you go next, but real quick. i'm Speaking of the last dance, I remember watching, correct me where I'm wrong, it was Jordan's last game in the garden or like his first comeback game in the garden where we the ones. like yeah, last like game a retro in the garden. Thing, and his yeah. flesh almost bled off of his. <laughs> bones <laughs> yeah yeah i've have you ever played basketball in the ones because those are basically uh, skateboarding shoes nowadays
2: right no <laughs> uh, no um Oof, good for you
0: smart man. no the, good the, father uh, the,
2: the first uh, one i ever got was the when they retroed them in 95 oh, okay i got i got one of those i never wore those they were dead stock God, i can't even imagine and then i think the first pair i wore was 2001 the the, the black and blue Mm. Uh, the Blue. Royal Blue, uh, yeah. two thousand one. Yeah, so, but jokes. no, probably just, probably just for extracurricular. Never really played in them, no.
0: Like you might as well wear a pair of Vans or like fucking right. like rollerblades right. without the wheels. Right.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if there's air in those soles. They're pretty <laughs> yeah. hard. It's
0: Ironically, so no flat. air Yeah. Yeah. Like
2: just um, yeah. you know, walking on. They're like foot. Air
0: Force Ones. <clears throat> like they're just
2: flat. Yep. Good luck. You're yeah. Not to die. Trying to Yeah. Well, you know, even MJ, they look cool. You know, that second year he, he had the, he had them customized lower the mm. midsole. The midsole was lowered a little bit cause he liked that closer mm. to the ground feel. Um, so if you look at like the pairs that he's wearing against the Celtics. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> that 63 point game. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> They're a little lower.
0: Not, not to mention that Boston garden court was the equivalent of, a parking lot post meteor crash with, with like <laughs> dust on top of it. Rusty, about, we right we joked about that on our previous episode. That last dance episode was hilarious because not only was that game phenomenal, um, and a lot of people forget the Bulls didn't even win that game, but right. like some of the close ups of that court was like, what are we doing? Like, this is the highest <laughs> level of basketball in the country, and it's what these guys Just, are playing on. Yeah. And then you wonder why fucking Larry Bird had back problems at in his 30s. <laughs> like, dude, he's playing on a court that is not meant for human um, yeah. movement whatsoever. But, yeah.
2: No, that's, uh, hey guys, that's hilarious. Guys, watch out. There's loose gravel near half court. Yeah,
0: no uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention, like, people are smoking in the stands. Everyone's hammered. <laughs> it's just... I remember my, like my, my parents or my dad has told me stories about like going to the garden back in the day. And it's like, like, I remember as a kid, like he would take me to a game at the fleet center, TD garden, whatever post 2000 to be conservative. And he's like, I could tell you stories about what this place was like back in the eighties. I'm sure it's pretty funny. Um, But yeah, go, go ahead. So um, I know you had a few things we wanted to touch on too.
1: Yeah, I guess um, without further ado, I think we wouldn't do you justice if we didn't invite you to uh, show some some shoe or non-shoe memorabilia. I know you got um, just paying attention to your Instagram. So yeah, what, uh, what you got um, over there?
0: Anything you can bless us with?
2: <laughs> so, okay, I'll tell you this. Um, every shoe I got from the fours to the nines, mm-hmm. um, so... In 94, I went on a, on a Mormon mission. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those guys who ride the bikes, right? And, mm. and as I, when I left home for two years, my old man decided to toss all my stuff. <sighs> so, unfortunately, a lot of those vintage kicks are gone. Um, and like I said, I took a little break. So, I've got some, you know, probably the oldest pair I have right now is a pair of uh, steel 10s with the, you know, with the toe cap. Mm on it um and uh anyway so but what i do have what i didn't tell you when we were talking about coming up um november of 1990 you know um <clears throat> kind of in the beginning slash middle of my my uh passion for mj one of my good friends uh barry van Patton, his dad owned a gym a little small gym in phoenix And it was the night before the the bulls are supposed to play the Suns, and Barry Van Patten calls me and says, Hey, we're coming to pick you up. Um, Michael Jordan's at my dad's gym. And I said, what? And, and, uh, so anyway, he goes, Hey, I don't even have any Michael Jordan stuff. Can I, can I borrow a poster? I'll I'll buy you another one, the same one. Okay. So I get some posters for his brother and me and him and his parents pick us up. I'm 15 years old and drive us to the gym. Uh, we get there. He's still working out. Tim Grover's with him, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course, no one knew who he was. I know who he was, um, but there's—I have a picture, and you can see Tim in the background. And then, so retroactively I love, later, I went, "Oh, I love Tim Grover." Yeah. Oh my god. I gosh. love following too. him now. Yeah. Me too. Um, so they, we go into Barry's dad's office. They say we're going to bring him in here into the office. And he's yep. going to chat with you guys, and and we're like, "Oh my gosh, we're going to get him totally uninterrupted." And, I, you know, we're adrenaline is pumping, right? Um, so then they come and go, he's not coming in here. He's at the bar getting a, a, a protein shake or whatever. <laughs> and, or the, you know, the, <laughs> and so I don't know if you can see this here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, damn. So there's MJ with, with my, you know, of course, I'm wearing my my best Air Jordan 5 flight suit. And I, <laughs> I, I don't even remember what I was wearing on my feet, but. I had uh-huh. to kind of show him, he looked me up and down. Like I was crazy, you know, like, wow, mm-hmm. you're, you're nuts, man. Um,
0: <laughs> that's phenomenal.
2: And then my favorite poster at the time, you guys know the imagination kind of, uh, for the air Jordan twos, the imagination. Yeah. yeah. If you can see that. In the oh, that's that's sick. That's sick. <clears throat> so this was the only thing that didn't get tossed thankfully because nice. it was in this frame. Um, but uh, man, and the one question everyone asks me now is, "What was he wearing on his feet?" Mm. <laughs> no, no idea. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no clue. Yeah. We were, yeah, we were starstruck. Uh, heck, that's crazy. I don't remember what I said to him. If I said two words to him, I don't have any idea. So why was uh, he
1: in the gym the night before he had to play the Suns? Like, was he looking for a pickup game?
2: No, this was a just a, a uh, just a workout gym. Mm. Small, oh, okay. It was mm. a small little out of the way workout gym, wasn't nice. a big gym, kind of in a strip mall, you know, wasn't a big deal. I think he was just kind of hiding there yeah. and looking back on it after you watch the last dance, this was the beginning of the 1991 season. So this, this is the beginning of the oh, season shit. where they, where they yeah. finally won the championship. Right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What, what was it? four months earlier. He's gotten his butt kicked by the Pistons in the Eastern conference finals. And so looking back now you realize this is him. Tim Grover is traveling with him, right? He's mm-hmm. on the road with him in Phoenix on November two nights before Thanksgiving, by the way, this was mm-hmm. two, this was the Tuesday before Thanksgiving and Tim Grover is with Michael Jordan working him out before a game with the Suns. you know, that means nothing in reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yep. And that's how dedicated he was to that whole uh, workout regimen, obviously.
0: So yeah, T- anyway. Tim Grover's story is phenomenal. <clears throat> the story about how he got involved yeah. with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, I've followed, I don't know, like, obviously I knew Michael Jordan, but I I forget where I first heard about Tim Grover. Um, It was on like some random podcast or something, but Tim Grover was a, he, he was a, he went to school to be a phys ed teacher. And he basically (laughs) what he, he graduated and he just, he's like, I want to work with professional athletes. And he just sent out all these, he heard like, to your point, Brian, it was after, and this is like talked about now in documentaries, but after the bulls, or the Piston series. He's like, I'm getting Jordan's like, I'm getting physically killed by these guys. Like if you want, if you want to blame it on the Jordan rules or whatever, he's like, I can't, I can't work with these guys. And like Tim Grover heard that somehow. And he sent letters to everyone on the bulls, every player saying, I want to work right. with you. I want to whatever. And he's like the only person that wrote me back was Michael Jordan. And he right. went there, he met him one day. And from he's like, the way he explains it is like, you know, that one meeting at Michael's house led to 20 years of a relationship or something like that. It's fucking crazy.
2: It's crazy. Even,
0: even the last dance kind of alluded to it. Like Michael's Michael's guys were Michael's guys. It was Tim Grover. It was the security guards. It was, you know, people you wouldn't think would be those guys. George. Exactly. And Jordan's entourage that to me, that's one of the coolest, like, mystiques about jordan like if you're in his inner circle and you're loyal like you are mike's guy and that shit was awesome like that was one of my favorite parts from the documentary so yeah even just like hearing tim grover like someone who was in relation with someone like tim grover who to most people is a nobody but uh actually and he worked with kobe worked with Dwayne all those guys tim grover's the shit like like that was that was really cool to see him in that documentary and he was the guy in the documentary who broke the broke the uh PizzaGate story too from the from the food game (laughs) was one of my favorite parts. The way the it's hilarious too. He's like he's like you know, he's like it was late at night. We're out in the middle of Utah and Michael gets hungry, so we order Michael a pizza. (laughs) Like the (laughs) way he explained it was awesome. He's like five guys come up the door and it's like something's off about this. (laughs) I don't think you should eat this pizza. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That seemed a little weird. You, can yeah, you I five, can, you, can you imagine <laughs> if five guys could actually get to Jordan's door? That doesn't right. seem realistic.
0: But also, dude, imagine being <sighs> like a 16 year old kid working at a pizza place in Utah and saying, "Hey, we got a we got a customer. It's a it's an M Jordan at <laughs> whatever yeah. hotel. Yeah. Fuck yeah! If I'm not if I'm not the on schedule delivery guy." I'm going like, bro, I'm there. getting in the car. I'm going with you. That part yep. wasn't that surprising to me, but I just picture like, like Michael Jordan peeking out and like his like keyhole, like in the window and just seeing five guys. like holding up Right. Right. So was <laughs> like a nineties, like movie. <laughs> like yeah. guys with like <laughs> hiding like a wrench underneath it, just like take out his knees or something. But no, that, that was hilarious. So, so cool. Let, let me ask you this. I just thought of this real quick. So you're, I know we're talking about sneakers and vintage sneakers and everything. There's been quite a market and I don't know how this is, how long this has been but quite a market in just retro in general like champion jerseys the sneakers yeah. like all that stuff were right. you do you have any of that stuff too or do you remember that stuff cuz I remember like when champion jerseys came out they were just close to buy like the dollars 30. Now they're yep. reselling for like 100 bucks shit like that and right. it just kills me every time I see it cuz I I vividly remember like I had like uh, a number eight Kobe champion jersey, like mm-hmm. the blue Allen Iverson 76ers jersey. Mm-hmm. Like most kids growing up in that time, my mom probably sent them to Salvation Army or whatever, and now they're gone. Right. Right. Now it's like, A, I want them because I want to wear them and have them, and B, it's like, damn, like these are killing it in like the resale market. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, so, how long has this stuff been going on? Like this, re, so, like this vintage resurgence?
2: Man, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like every era has its own. You know when I was in high school in the 90s being you know wearing hip bell bottoms and being kind of a hippie was kind of hmm. in vogue. So I think yeah. every era has a hey we want to be like the era 2 or 3 decades before us or whatever. But mm-hmm. um I remember the first champion jerseys coming out around 91. Yeah. And there was only 3. There was the Red Bulls Jordan, the gold Lakers Magic, mm-hmm. and the green the soapy's got there. The Green yeah, Larry not the Celtics. To knock no, I, <laughs> so sake. of course I got the Bulls one. Yeah, uh, and of course because I'm obsessive the way I am, I my mom is a sewer, so I took her little sewing kit and I unstitched the C of the champion C off of the off the side because like the the regular Bulls jerseys don't have the C. I mine right. can't have it either. So mm. still, I still have it to this day. I would never let my mom put it in the dryer because I didn't want the you know, the, the, the painted numbers to come off, it still looks pretty darn good. Um, hasn't been worn in 20-plus years, but used to wear that's it a lot. Cool. That, was, that was the one I used to get flipped off in. <laughs> uh,
0: nice. The, uh, everyone remembers the flip-off jersey, the flip-off yeah. 23.
2: <laughs> uh, but, I no, yeah, cool. then, then it, then it got, obviously started to get big. You know, there'd be yeah. two or three players from every team would get one. Um, cause the early Dream Team on, jerseys
0: was, are my favorite ones. The Dream Team jersey oh, champions are so fire doesn't even yeah. matter who the player is those are so and yo- I never, and those are like fucking $200 on eBay and shit
2: I know. the real ones
0: the crisp I ne- ones
2: i never got one of those either me I'm neither so, i'm so mad cuz that me neither. Pro- probably my favorite team team of all time uh, even over all the bulls teams that that i i lived through yeah. that too and man yep. i we, too bad we we didn't have like you have now like if you could have got nba league pass in 1991 mm. holy smokes Yep. or You know, the the Barcelona Olympics was – that was when pay-per-view was starting to become big, and that was a logistical nightmare. So you couldn't even watch all those games. Uh, Hmm. Anyway, it it would have been awesome to watch all those games.
0: Yeah, I remember the first jersey I ever got was – I don't remember this. I don't know why I remember this. first jersey I ever got was a Steve Young 49ers jersey at Burlington Mm. Coat Factory. Granted. I was in fifth grade. I had no idea who Steve Young or the 49ers or football was, but I saw other kids at school wearing them. So I knew I had to add one. The yeah. first starter jacket I ever got was a Buffalo Bill starter jacket at Burlington coat factory. And I remember again, like most people, I was like, I saw other kids having it. I need one too. I remember I was in fifth grade and it was like just a rack of Buffalo Bills starter jackets. Yeah. I was like, Oh, this symbol looks kind of cool. They're like a, they look like a horse or something i'll, I'll wear it and then it's funny because it's like then you actually get into fandom and now it's like i'm a patriots right. fan i wouldn't be got dead wearing bills gear like fuck right. that but like back right. in the day it was a free-for-all kids had right. hornets sons whatever yep. you want it was just uh yep. it was just a show and even starter jackets are starting to come back in that retro market that resale market now too which is which is kind of cool yeah I think I'm I think I'm a little too old to pull off a legit starter's jacket now, like just walking around <laughs> town <laughs> without being like an Instagram influencer. I had one of the
1: um I had one of the Hornets ones and Those were so dope. Those were so I had a morning
0: dope. jersey in
1: yep. the teal or turquoise yep. whatever. Those are Yeah, I I just missed the days of uh when jerseys were straight up mesh. Mm, and then right. and then eventually I wanna say it was like Probably the Lakers were the first to do it, and then the Rockets, the Heat, the Raptors did it where they went to that shiny, like silky, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, not the Mavericks it's just... had like those
0: silver ones, yeah, yeah. Those were strange.
1: And, and then over the years, they've gone like the NBA's gone from uh Reebok to Adidas, now they're with Nike, which mm-hmm. is cool. But jerseys are so different now because they have all the um <clears throat> the sponsorships. They have the shoulder panels on the back are cut differently. I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. noticed that. I'm like, why Mm -hmm. can't you just keep it the original way? Why do you have to like do these (laughs) funny accents?
2: Right. they are funny accents. Hilarious. I remember back in the day (laughs) when you only wore your white jerseys at home and your off-white jerseys on the road. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, you see a team wearing white on the road and it just, I, I don't know. I'm an old guy, so it just doesn't sit well with me. Yep. Takes that me a solid
0: thirty minutes to figure out who's home and who's away. It's not like the old days. <laughs> no, it's just a quick color no. test. What do yeah, you know? And then the T-shirt okay. jerseys, and then like the city editions, and it's like, like right, on, man. Like we're lucky, like not lucky, but whatever. We're Celtics fans. That's pretty much as standard as it gets. They really yeah. haven't gone too pretty, far off the path, but
2: they're pretty traditional.
0: Yeah, correct. Which I like. Um, yeah. I like that the Lakers the Bulls, went back to their home, the uh, their classic home yellows. Mm -hmm. yeah instead of like the the silky design i like the sunday whites i thought that was cool like during the kobe era like the sunday whites were cool they were always on sunday abc but Mm -hmm. yeah besides that i'm not a big fan of deteriorating too much from from the classics but it's just like that's just how it works like you enough time goes by and now it's okay to start bringing back retros so now this year specifically maybe the last couple years they're starting to come back like the grizzlies have the old vancouver stuff and like you said utah Excuse me. It is kind of cool seeing guys like Dunvin Mitchell and like the Carl Malone era, like jazz uniforms and shit like that. That is cool to see. Um, but I still think there's something too like that OG, like this was, you know, living in that era of the Jordan red, right. white, and black. And that's it. And that's, right. that's pretty dope. Yeah. Um, agreed. Go ahead, Soap. What do you got? I know we're coming up on time here.
1: What, um, I was going to ask what's your favorite jordan moment associated with a shoe i know i gave you some examples but yeah feel free to use your own
2: man oh my gosh mm. well oh that's a good one that's a tough one i i'll, I'll while, while i'm thinking of it i'll just kind of ramble
3: mm-hmm. we we were
2: talking about uh you were you guys were talking earlier about getting excited for the next shoe and and how you would see that you know it'd, it'd either have to be in a magazine or at the on a commercial right or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, but the other time that you get to, you knew you're going to get a new colorway during the playoffs so you always wanted to watch the first game of the playoffs because you knew mike was going to pull out the black colorway and you had to you know you had to get your eyes on that and and you always kept waiting for a close-up shot or hey mike foul somebody so we can get a close-up shot of you and see if we can get the shoes mm-hmm. um anyway um but I, I remember the, the very first game of the 91 playoffs was he was going to wear the black sixes. And again, I'm watching the game waiting to see them and he walks right by the camera. They got the bait. They got the camera out the sideline waiting for the tip and everyone's doing the fives, right. And the pounds and Mike walks right in front of the camera and he starts doing that toe tap thing he does. Yeah. So he, so he's flashing you the soul that that black soul mm. with the white or with the clear jagged shapes and the red jump man it was so dope. Uh, that was against Philly, t- right? That round? Nah, uh, New York. Okay. First New York, then Philly, then Detroit, then Lakers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so anyway, uh how can you go wrong with the uh White Cement Threes during the 88 dunk contest? Mm. I- iconic, incredible, right? Um I think the Olympic 7s are so so awesome. I like those too.
3: Yeah. And
2: uh there, Mike has an un, one of I think one of his most underrated dunks should be number one for me is when Magic gave him the behind the back over the shoulder pass and MJ oh. did the famous leaner dunk mm-hmm. on that dude from Angola that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, seven, I mean, let's let's take a step back. The most iconic sneakers probably they're thought of of Jordan is one, three, and eleven, right? Yeah. probably um just because of style and their wearability off the court and on the court um mm-hmm. so you know this the, the 11 for everything it means the comeback you know the 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 redemption if you want to say mm-hmm. uh was was awesome um i'll tell you one thing that drives me crazy i love i like i really like the 13s you know that was kind of his farewell shoe Hmm. that he wore in the 98 season and then at the very end he wears the 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 14 right the last shot 14s yeah and everybody anytime you post a picture about you know the the 98 season or the championship season everyone's like no don't put the don't put the black and red 13s it's the last shot 14s man they're like yeah but he only wore those like twice
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) for for most of that series (laughs) against the jazz he was wearing the 13s right right and then he switched to the 14s
2: and even wore some PE low black thirteens. If you've ever seen that, yep, they were pushing pretty, sure pretty dope. But anyway, um, so man, it's just so many the 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 this, the black sixes for the first championship mm-hmm. were so amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard for me because I, I I love so many of those.
0: That is a good one because that's the one you see him when he's like crying on the Larry O'Brien Trophy, right? Yep, yep yeah that's sick that that is a good yep. call one of my favorite photos is um i assume it was the year the actual year of the fours but that one when he's just like warming up on the court like sitting like like indian style with a blowing a blowing bubble gum holding the force yep. that's that's yeah. such a dope picture yeah, like yeah. if you just go on like pinterest like you run an instagram page obviously mostly it's your own shit I just take stuff from other people and post it, but if go <laughs> going like Pinterest and search like Michael Jordan photography. It's
2: fucking uh-huh. crazy.
0: Like some of the stuff yeah. you find, it, yeah. it really is like, like you're always going to find even someone like you who's been doing this for a, a long time. I'm sure there's still sometimes you come across photos where like, damn, I've never seen this before. This is fucking dope. Like an old sports illustrated or something like that. Like he's just such a cool, oh. like the definition of just like a cool guy. You know what I mean? He can do whatever he wants. It's, standing in front of his cars or that classic picture, like in his dorm room with the umbrella, like whatever he's doing, it's just like, he's like no pun intended, like the picture perfect, like marketable athlete. And it's so it's, it's crazy. And I can't even imagine, like you mentioned, you know, rewatching the last dance with your kids and stuff. Like my son is one. I'm trying to, I'm strut. Like by the time he's old enough to even appreciate this stuff, maybe 10 at the earliest, this stuff's going to be 30 years old. You know what I mean? Like, who knows he might be into, he might think retro is like, like Carmelo Anthony and like Dwayne Wade right. and all that stuff. Right. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it's, there's I mean, just exactly. nothing like the original and, and Mike's the original. And it's absolutely, it, it's, it's crazy to like, just reminisce on this stuff when right. it's not that terribly long ago. It's not like we're reminiscing on like Jerry West, and like Bill Russell and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> you know what right. I mean?
0: Um, I we're all another very one. stylish, cool guys. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs>
1: No, um good so the the twos when he's coming in in the 87 dunk contest on the the side dunk where mm. it's basically like a windmill but i that's like one of my favorite dunks ever because it's a windmill yeah. but he's also at like a 45 degree angle and then uh-huh. by the time he's actually like putting the ball through the hoop it, his legs are like that too and i'm like yep that's yep. crazy that's not just your average dunk he, he pretty much jumped from outside the lane but when oh, your average camera person. angle um him basically like coming across like to the baseline and you can see such a, a good view of the shoes. The uh-huh. same thing when he went from the free throw line in the same dunk contest. It was like, yep. I think just because yep. you could see those so easily. Plus that was yep. the season that he put up 37 a game. So yeah. <laughs> it's like,
2: yeah, he was on a tear.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Uh,
2: no, I, yeah. The twos are amazing that I think he calls that the leaner dunk, Yeah, Obviously. Cause he's going to lean into the side, The but kiss yeah, the rim. I mean, kiss the rim mm. i remember we used to put the rim down and try and mimic that dunk <laughs> over and over and yeah. over but yeah. yeah you just you got to have amazing body control and balance and yeah and and you see other guys try to do his dunks right like mm. even in game try. and just yeah. can't even they just don't have the same flair the same grace anyway yeah.
0: so nah. let, let's let maybe wrap up with this i'm curious we have been talking pretty much you know jordan from the from the from the get-go um <laughs> are there any other maybe more on the current side player shoe lines you, you like like LeBron or Kyrie or KD or anything like that?
2: You know, I did have, I've got a bunch of KDs probably from six to 10 Uh um, that I liked. Um, Yeah. 11 and 12 lost me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. I like the, Um, but man, I the zoom air is really comfortable. Uh, The flying it on the 10 is really tight. Keeps your foot Mm -hmm. in there. I played, I played a little pickup in those and Mm -hmm. I I enjoy those. Um, Some of those, you know, I, I like, the, like the LeBron era around the 10, 9, 10 11 era. I liked those, but mm. I never had any of those. But uh, KD is probably the only current one I have sneakers of
3: yeah.
2: now. Um, you guys are probably a little more Kobe era than me, but mm. man, I just being a Jordan guy, I hated Kobe because Kobe mm. was trying to be Jordan, right? And everybody wanted him to be Jordan, and I didn't want him to be Jordan. Uh, around Redeem Team 2008, man, I really started to grow some respect for Kobe yeah. for what he, for who he was and what he actually did. And I mean,
3: yeah. even
2: before obviously all the stuff in the last few months that has happened, but mm-hmm. um, so never had any Kobe's though. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll tell you the first, the first round of shoes that I really, so Jordan retires in 93, right? Mm-hmm. That was the beginning of my senior year of high school. So now it's like, and I don't even think Nike knew what, I don't think they knew what they were going to do. We mm-hmm. didn't know what was going to happen to the Jordan line. Right. So it's almost like you got to start reaching out for
0: yeah.
2: what else, what else do you like? So I really started to fall in love with the Air Max two line that came out that year. Those Charles Barkley, those CB 34 Air Max twos, yep. um, the Griffey, those Griffey air trainers, those, those, those pine green ones. I yep. uh, had those two and then the running shoe of that, which is one of some, it's like one of those uh, Instagram loves the Air Max two runners type that in everyone. They've never been retroed. People are obsessed with those. Um, hmm. Anyway, I had those three and I really liked the, the Air Max two line was one of my favorites kind of because in absence of Jordan. Yeah. You know, what, what else could we love? So
0: yeah. Hmm. Nike thought they were going to have to start selling baseball cleats.
2: <laughs> well, it kind <laughs> nice of was nice. Hats.
0: Of <laughs> <laughs> batting gloves, <laughs> jump man, batting yeah. gloves.
2: Luckily that didn't have to go too far. Yeah.
0: Fair, fair point. Do you have I any get, Baron uh,
2: stuff? What's
0: that? Do you have any Barron's stuff from baseball? I, had,
2: I did have a Barron's hat. I have a Jordan 45. It's a Nike t-shirt that says Jordan 45 on the back. Huh. I never bought a Barron's jersey, but I did have a Barron's. I had a couple of Barron's fitted caps yeah, back in the day. Uh, mm. I don't know what happened to them. But yeah, I I wonder, mean, again, I was obsessed, so I followed yeah. I'll follow whatever.
0: I wonder if they had plans, like if everything went well with baseball like to do like jordan gloves and like you know cleats and shit like that because that that would have been pretty monumental at the time yeah you know there was yeah. no baseball players you know they weren't you know the no i don't know whatever the chipper jones cleats or anything like that like that was right. still thing. would be like there's
1: no such thing as people like looking at like oh let me get mike trout's next shoe
0: <laughs> those Mike Trout fours are fucking fire. <laughs> yeah, well, that you know, doesn't happen.
2: Well, you're right because, because how do they market those, right, to a mass right. audience, right? Right. Because I think that's why they had Griffey and those trainers that they would turn into cleats for him.
0: Yeah. But that, but then cool.
2: they could sell them to the public as trainers, right? But Yeah. Um, I, that's true. You, know, you don't I,
0: really wear casual cleats around uh, <laughs> to the club.
2: <laughs> you, well, you said that at the beginning about football players and baseball players not really yeah. having a signature shoe. Right. I think it's somewhere. it's probably somewhere between – it's hard to see them because the, the you know sure. you don't see you don't see each individual player as easily as you do in basketball. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then and then probably the the marketability of how do you yeah. sell these sneakers to people? Or and, and I mean,
0: like Sophie alluded to earlier with PJ Tucker. I mean, in game if you think in game in NBA is strict, NFL is obviously a whole nother level. You know, you, OBJ would pay fines all season for warming up in literally cleats, right. whatever, right. like whatever he wants to do. Right. So, yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I, I guess whatever, that's the NFL's thing. It's probably not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I've always wondered that. Like if, like what Nike's plan was when Mike said, I'm playing baseball, you know, if this works out, yeah, this might be an avenue for us. All things considered, it didn't really work out, but, um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah,
2: well, yeah. go Interesting. ahead. No, it yeah. was just, yeah, no, you're right. Interesting.
0: Yeah. So go ahead. Let's, uh, my,
2: my last one for up. you,
1: Brian is, um, what do you think of, so obviously Jordan was iconic with the shoes, but then he also had like, he started the baggy shorts. He made that thing. He had the, mm-hmm. the leg wrap. He had the single armband around his elbow. What do you think <laughs> of the accessories that are worn now on it? And like in any given NBA game, if you looked 20 years ago, it was just guys in a Jersey shorts and shoes. Then it became Jersey short shoes, headband shooting sleeve. Now it's headband shooting sleeve, knee wraps, <laughs> uh yep. <laughs> shooting sleeves on their legs i'm like yeah. at, right. at some point this is too much like I, I look at carmelo or dwight howard who go with the the double shooting sleeve right. um in addition to the, all the Playing other center stuff, i'm like <laughs> do you guys just want to wear like a baseball uniform or uh like so what do you think yeah. what do you hmm. think jordan would wear and i don't know do you even like Man. what you see right now
2: yeah uh you know it, you're right it's gotten so complex it's almost hard and I don't know if, this, I don't know if anyone even has this a consistent kind of uh, mm-hmm. system like Jordan was, you know, always had that calf sleeve for the most part on, um, you know, I, actually one of my huge things that drives me crazy is Jordan wore the wristband on the forearm mm-hmm. up until the 91 playoffs. And then he pulled it up over the elbow and never mm-hmm. went back. Mm-hmm. And I, and I still don't know why. And uh, well, my friends make that. fun of me. Like nobody cares shut up and move on but uh so, so, well, clearly
1: there was some reason behind like any guy who's uh, him the most manic yeah. person ever i've heard he's meticulous right. about his craft right, <laughs> yeah. right. that's well, a hot that's, take
2: thank you that's exactly what i said the <laughs> guy is very meticulous about everything he does he wears the shorts under the he wears his unc shorts yeah. under his jersey he eats the same meal he has everything the same why did he take this wristband that he's been wearing for 10 years and move it to his elbow well what year did you never never that go that it was the first playoff, title season, the '91 playoffs. So, the first. I wonder if it was playoff, a Tim
0: Grover suggestion?
2: It could have been. He did it during this, uh, during the se- the series with the Sixers. Mm. He actually went to a red one on his elbow for one game, and then it was black, and it never. It was always black after yeah. that. Mm. It was crazy. So I thought, I, was
1: I thought it was awesome that same series that he wore the um, the red. I guess you call him spandex or whatever. Uh, at least uh-huh. I can picture it in the home games. He read yeah. s- red spandex under his shorts. Yeah. And then in the previous year, I know you agree with this because I've seen your posts when he went with the black fives with the white laces. With the white against laces. The Bucks. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, those that was are nasty. Dropped 48 was... on them. Yep.
2: Yeah and he even had like a even had like a white striped spandex Yes.
1: It. That's yeah. That's what was different. And yeah, then something different. There there was those couple years where the twelve and the thirteen, he didn't he didn't wear the the leg wrap as much because I guess he thought yeah, that it yeah. might make his legs look shorter since the shoes were a little taller.
2: Well, Annie, you remember in the, when he wore the twelves, he like rolled his socks a little differently. They were a little yeah. taller. He mm. like bunched them or something. Anyway, yeah, I don't know why, I don't know why. Um, but what would Jordan wear? I don't know. It, it would be completely original. I think is all I can think mm-hmm. of. It would be mm-hmm. totally different and original. I don't know. Maybe he'd take a an armband and roll it up i'd make a yeah i don't know. make some kind of a ball out of it on his forearm he'd probably
1: grow his hair back
2: (laughs) whatever he had left yeah
1: Yeah. well well, what do you think of the uh the stuff that you see do you like it or is it just like it's too too much i feel like there's too much going on
2: yeah there's Mm -hmm. so much like even uh not to get off top but like even baseball where the guys have like all the armor on now oh
0: jesus oh
2: my gosh man like uh but yeah, like I feel like they've got all those like uh, honeycomb pads on their elbows and knees because yeah. apparently they're just gonna like start to punch each other and I don't know. Well,
0: it's funny. <laughs> um, we had an episode. This is really funny. Going back to like literally one of our first episodes. So when we had a segment geared towards like athletes in a signature look, and we talked about like like Ken Griffey Jr. in the backwards hat and yeah. um like Steph Curry and like you know biting his mouth like the you know leaving his mouth mouthguard yeah. out and shit like that. James Harden's beard, whatever. One of the ones you talked about was Barry Bonds back in like his prime and just like that, like battle armor he would wear on his forearms. Because yes. if you yes. remember, yep. an intention, ball two of his intentional walk, he would start like taking <laughs> his shit yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: and wouldn't so have long. it off
0: till he's like halfway up the first baseline. And yeah. it's like, dude, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, yeah. You're just like, no one's going to hit you. <laughs> like, of course, no yeah. one's going to pitch to you second option yeah. would be hitting you so that's not going to happen either like right. how much time did he waste putting shit on and off knowing he's going to get intentionally walked a quarter of the time like right. to be conservative and i, and um, I feel like yeah that's fine
2: I feel like there was a ball boy with a wheelbarrow running next to him to <laughs> to, to throw it all into. Seriously, get, you know. oh Jeez. my god! Or
1: holding like, the, holding one of those bins like when you're at the airport and you have to
0: take <laughs> your belt off. <laughs> Going through security to get
1: to first yeah. base.
3: <laughs> yeah, because
0: the other one we talked about was his earring too. That that cross that cross, cross earring, that earring that he wore was, that hung was off was badass yep. too. Yep. But yeah, I remember watching it. it was like, you, this guy's like. And it was before like the steroid stuff came out. So it's not like the Astros where it's like you go up to bats expecting to get hit by a pitch. Right. Right, right. <laughs> right. It
1: was really him. And then I remember Maguire and Sosa had the ankle guard for like in case of foul tipping it into their own feet. Oof. And those are yeah, pretty much man. the only guys yeah. who had on extra gear. But yeah, like yep. you said, Brian, at this point, those guys oh, are just gear. I guess dressed not dressed to the nines, but they dressed. just got so much <laughs> stuff on.
0: Yeah. I think one of the best things that Ben Simmons wears a shooting yeah. sleeve. And I've always like seen those memes going around. It's like, if you've ever felt yet useless <laughs> before, just remember Ben Simmons <laughs> wears his shooting sleeve. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, maybe you should take it off. Uh, no shoot threes, but, but all right, let's, um, yeah, let, let's do this, Brian. I know we we've kept you for a while. Um, let's end here, man. Th- first of all, thank you for hopping on, taking mm-hmm. some time. Um, before we let you go, where's the best place for people to, uh, to continue following you online?
2: uh yeah so uh on instagram at og sneaker nerd and Mm -hmm. uh at og support group um as well
0: definitely we'll put that Um, in the show notes and everything um but yeah man good shit tonight uh we'd love to have you back on you know maybe once like the playoffs get started and stuff like that goes and kind of see how that falls in but um no good stuff here uh we'll let you go um but until next time uh thanks thanks for rocking with us again morse code podcast and uh we'll see you guys next time Peace. Okay. Yeah. We outta here, baby
1: We outta here, baby We outta here, baby Swag outta a hundred climbing, baby Yeah, life of a dawn, lights keep glowing Coming in the club with that fresh shit on With something crazy on my own Uh-uh-uh Here's another hit, Barry fun